0: I was there. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> this week's show, because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Del Marva.
1: And I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and
0: you're listening to Day Drinking on Del Marva. A podcast about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And <laughs> this was a this is a really good week for it. Actually, last week was a really good week for it. But we had this last week off. We also have next week off, mm. um, just so I don't forget to tell you later. But yep. for now, we don't have now off, and so we're going to go ahead and start the show. Each week, the show is sponsored by a local business we like, as well as the drinks we are drinking. Uh, My drink is water because it is a babysitting Tuesday
1: (laughs) and I am on water. I am. I'm on water, but I'm on fancy water uh, called liquid death. And at first I thought this was ridiculous because it's just water Mm -hmm. in a can. But then you realize how many plastic water bottles you've had in your life. And so here's a company that's, you know, doing some fun advertising but also using a a more easily recyclable product uh less plastic that's good you know it's got like a skull on it it's (laughs) it's kind of ridiculous if you read the if you read the uh like their philosophy which is on the can Uh it's like murdering thirst (laughs) so it's i don't know you can pretend to feel like a badass while drinking water and helping the environment, I suppose.
0: Well, I, I actually have. I've heard of it before. One of the podcasts that I listen to, uh, Doug Loves Movies, it's, he'll, he will drink that occasionally. And he always has a liquid death joke at at the ready for that reason, because it, it is a cartoonish thing to call. But in, in the news recently has been I mean, we've talked about it before. I talked about it when we were talking about conspiracy theories that one of the real conspiracy theories that is a true one is that there's no such thing as plastic recycling. Um, (laughs) It's uh, it's become impossible. It's, it was never possible to recycle the kinds of plastics that we use. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's actually, it was really just in the news in the last two weeks. So yes, if you, if you must buy water from a store, buy liquid death. (laughs) And of course, this week, our sponsor is Good Clean Fun Life Productions.
1: Yes. um, A a business that we like is Good Clean Fun Life Productions. If you are listening and you have a business that you like or a business that you run, uh, we should go ahead and say that we'd be happy to at least entertain the thought of you sponsoring the show. What you will get from that is absolutely nothing. Yes. And what we we will charge you is absolutely nothing. So I feel like that's a win-win.
0: Yes, and I'll try not to say anything nasty about whatever whatever (laughs) business you're in. And sometimes it's (laughs) dicey, and sometimes
1: I forget. (laughs) (laughs) Considering you have something bad bad to say. uh, If you have a topic, I have a a
0: negative take on it. I'm working (laughs) on a story now that's just three different awful things that I've seen, and me just trying to say like why do i know these things and i don't have anything positive to say about them and you know i've been working on it for a couple days and it just gets darker and darker and darker and i'm like you know one of the lines i ended up deleting was the odds are if your life is shitty it's just gonna keep getting shittier (laughs)
1: like there's there is no hope there is no hope
0: (laughs) And uh, so it's 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 a little bleak to think of it that way, but bleak is just kind of my forte. It's nothing yeah. personal.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, we've. I, I tell you what, you've been bleak on this podcast for the past ten years, and it hasn't shaken my resolve. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that. Yeah, no, that's I'm... the
0: get to live here, have to live here. That's it's. Yeah, it's, it's we are the yin and yin and yang of happiness, with me being it, grim. I
1: think, I think it makes sense. But uh, I, you know, yeah. So our our business is uh, the the sponsor. We do lots of things. We do websites. We do marketing for a small uh, uh, group of people. Uh, we like to keep our clients boutiquey so that we can have some close uh, interaction with them. And uh, and then of course I am in charge of the media production, uh, making videos and seeing what the latest trends and styles are and trying to keep up on all of that. One of the things that I am doing right now is sort of reviewing, uh, you know, the, the past year. Fall is busy. Summer, of course, is like crazy busy. And as we're kind of coming into a little bit of a lull before the holidays, it's a good time to for, uh, for me to kind of reflect and, and take a peek at some of the analytics of some of our clients and try to um try to make the case that what we are doing is of value (laughs) (laughs) well
0: and and as you were talking before the show the 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 case kind of proves itself we were talking about social media and this is going to be a probably a social media heavy episode but Mm -hmm. you know you were talking about you've just gotten some numbers back that show that uh it's it's working for what you're you're doing appears to be working maybe yes
1: yes uh I'll get to the numbers in in just one second, but one thing that I wanted to mention is I've been reading this book. I don't know the author, but it's The Sea We Swim In. And it's basically uh, one of the share with you because it is uh, basically talking about the narrative, the importance of narrative in a data-driven world. Um, And I've been really, really keen on it. You know, people make Uh, decisions, buying decisions, what bar restaurant they're going to go on to on, you know, not necessarily data, but more, uh, you know, the story behind those places. And, and that's what we try to do. And it was, it was just a nice kind of succinct or direct way of kind of encapsulating our philosophy uh, for GCFL productions. But, uh, but numbers, I mean, they, they seem to, to bear out in the past, uh, in the past year, we're actually since 2018, we're doing like a four year span for the starboard, which is of course a very popular place, uh, starboard, uh, bar and restaurant and Dewey beach. Uh, we have focused on Instagram in the last two years and we have created, uh, 50% more video posts. So, uh, you know, Pretty significant in the amount of video that we're doing on Instagram, you know this the platform that we've talked a lot about on the show. That's pushing reels. Is it trying to be TikTok? Who knows? Like you know, th- this is what's uh, this is what's happening in the, in the in the landscape of things. But doing fifty percent more videos, we've had a uh, over sixty percent increase in reach uh, of, uh, of people. So that's, you know, more people that are likely to, to come across our business, to like, to follow, um, all of our numbers are up pretty significantly, uh, in those categories for the starboard. And, you know, it's like just when you think a place can't get more popular, like, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of proving that, well, you, it it can, and we can take it online. I want to give you more, more of the
0: credit than you're, than you're willing to take because you stuck like, you've been waiting for this to happen. Like mm-hmm. you stuck with, with doing video and you stuck with putting things on Instagram and you waited for Instagram to kind of come to you, whether it's trying to be TikTok or not is, isn't relevant. What is relevant is you have the skill to make the videos and the wherewithal to make the videos. And you are making the videos. I have none of those things. Like I <laughs> uh, it's, it's so amusing that people lots of people are making videos but if you don't have a knack for it then you have to hope more for a lightning strike than if Mm -hmm. you have a knack for it like if you know how a video should go Mm -hmm. then you'll be fine and if you don't know how a video should go then you have to wait to get lucky and so this is really just work work paying off because you've you know you're good at doing video and have been And so it's just a matter of um, Instagram deciding to show more videos can only benefit you because you already are making videos that people watch from beginning to end. And if people are watching them from beginning to end, then Instagram's going to say, well, more people will probably watch them from beginning to end. And that's kind of their thing. They want. Not just the engagement, but the but the entire but the entirety of the video, which is you know which is hard i mean i can't you know i this is the only video i can do i can look at the <laughs> camera and talk you yeah, know and yeah. it I, I i don't i can do all the cutting and things like that but it doesn't have the return on investment for me cause mm-hmm. i'm not good at it so it takes me long <laughs> like like yeah. what takes you an hour takes me a week
1: mm-hmm. right
0: and so if i could do a good video in an hour i would but i can't yes. and almost nobody can but they all still put things up on instagram which is why i don't go on instagram anymore (laughs) well (laughs) instagram for me is bad videos that i don't like anyway you know (laughs) bad videos of strangers
1: yes and and that that time uh the time savings of being able to produce a video i've been trying to be better at you know the researching and planning and um you know, and and create and experimenting too, which is some like uh, some of those things that you really have to do if you want to continue to uh, to grow and be relevant. And um, and I, I think also auth- authentic. I mean, this is what we always go back to is the authenticity. And yes, you can do exactly what somebody else is doing, um, and sometimes you do that, but you can also uh, do it in your with your own style and your own take. And uh, I think that. I think that benefits i think that benefits any business
0: my, my wife uh, my wife has uh, been making collage for the last couple hmm. months a year maybe a while she's been doing it a while and we were talking about you know the difference between making something um last night and you know reproducing something and she was saying well you know the collages that i make they're really just reproductions of other people's stuff and I'm like you yeah, know no, what I think what I think what what you're doing is you have a vision for it. And I think that the difference between being creative and being um, not creative, you know, and and just mm-hmm. doing what everyone else is doing is whether you have a vision for what you want to accomplish. If you right. want to accomplish looking like someone else, that's not a vision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But if you want to accomplish anything and you have these tools in your in um, your tool belt that allow you to borrow from we were talking, for instance, about Patty Backer and how, you know, mm. you you may see stuff like Patty's, but Patty has her own vision. Patty's a local yeah. artist, in case you're new to the show um, and a friend of the show. But, you know, she has a vision for what she wants to do. And, you know, her types of characters may appear elsewhere, but not with not with her context, not with what she's trying to make. Cause she wants to make something new. She doesn't yeah. want to take advantage of something that she already thinks is popular. And yeah. I think that is, that's the difference between making stuff and rehashing stuff.
1: Yeah. It's funny. I, I it pops in my head, you know, my hobby is uh, woodworking. I, I used to be in construction and my hobby was v- making videos, but flip flop those. Right. Uh, and, and, it's you're talking about Kelly and making collages. It's like oh, just copying somebody else. It's like if 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 somebody builds a chair, you know, yeah, no, nobody's going to be like, wow, you built a chair. Like that's already been built. Yeah. It's like no, <laughs> right. I built it, I built a chair. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's you know, it it serves a purpose and it has that vision or that. And uh, you, you
0: may know. have been inspired by yes. a chair designer. Ethan Allen or Stickley. And those yes. are all the chair designers I know. That's um, the,
1: I, probably. Yeah. Ethan <laughs> Allen's great. I love that. Um, But, but the fact
0: that you're inspired by them doesn't mean you're copying them. And I think that's yeah. the, the difference between knowing what's inspiration and know what, and knowing what's aping is a critical one.
1: Yes. Um Yes. We did. Uh, I, I can't remember if we talked about it on the show. We did have a pretty hilarious actual copycat uh of a social media post uh of a of a of a rival business and i I found it incredibly entertaining and people thought it was uh you know. When you're copying something word for word, and, you know, and just trying to, like, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty fun. And you know, I just took it as a imitation is a sincerest form form of flattery,
0: but or the sincerest form of surrender. I had a similar. Oh, so, yeah. I have a I have a boring story that I'll go through as quickly as possible. And you know, it's a boring story because it's about the Federal Trade Commission. So I was oh, covering a, a Federal Trade Commission event. Um, They're thinking of changing the rules around funerals. I'm working in the funeral business, covering the funeral news, things like that. And um, they wanted to make the FTC wants to make funeral homes, put their prices online. And there are logistical problems with it that that the FTC either is too ignorant to understand or is not interested in trying to understand. And, you know, me, I am not let corporations do what they want. You know, right. I, I I, we started this whole show by me saying, I hope I don't offend your company because I hate all companies. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> so from that perspective, for me to be against the FTC mm-hmm. um, legitimately, like I'm saying this on this show, I'm not just saying this in the newspaper that pays me to write about funerals like they are. They are very wrong on this for lots of reasons. Um, and one of the things that they were complaining about was that you can't. Um, order line items um, for funerals. And there's a good reason for that. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's boring as fuck. Trust me though. Um, <laughs> but my analogy was, you know, they want, they want people to be able to order funeral services, uh, dominoes, like uh, yeah. switching toppings until they get to the, uh, until they get to the point of um, until they get to price point that they were looking for or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, frankly not how funerals work and we don't need to, but I have today in my email, I saw uh, another funeral home uh, news outlet using yeah. the pizza analogy. And it now the FTC meeting was whatever, two or three weeks ago, but my story came out Thursday and it's like, oh, wow, you just read my story and now you're going to (laughs) carry this pizza analogy forward. Right. In a very
1: small industry. (laughs) Tiny
0: (laughs) industry. I mean, as far as news outlets, I mean, let's say there are 50. I don't think there are 50, but let's say there there are very, very few. Um, But for me, it was like a confidence builder. It's like, okay, well, when I... I know that now I'm in a position cuz this was also a way more not more popular but more widely distributed. My the magazine mm-hmm. that I write for, the newsletter that I write is a very it's not just very niche, but it's also expensive to get. So we mm-hmm. don't have a lot of subscribers. I mean, we have more subscribers than let's say day drinking on Del Marva, <laughs> but we don't have 10,000 subscribers to my newsletter, right? Yeah. Um yeah. And so for, for me to know that I can make those kind of waves uh, made me feel good. Like, I made yeah. you copy me because I had the best take on it, yeah. you know? And I think I think with you, I I haven't heard this story. We're going to have to have it on the next show. Um, unless, was it like years ago or was it recently? Yeah.
1: No, it's just this spring, and it was you know it was like a hot. It was I mean, simple story. It was a hot day. I took a picture of some friends of ours who had you know tank tops out, tank tops on, like starboard tank tops, and and I, I mean, so I'm the first thing that came to mind is like ah, it's a scorcher out there. Make sure you you know you dress for the weather, and then you know like mention that they're besties, and they used it's a scorcher out there. You know that's great. And, and it, it was, I've, I've, I don't think that I've ever heard that expression that a sincerest form of surrender, but that, (laughs) I mean, that, that's how, that's how I did take it. And I shared a story personally, I I didn't do it on the business, but I shared a a story of the side-by-side posts. You know, of course, I screenshot the, the other post and, uh, and within, uh, you know, within hours, they had taken it down. Oh, and, that's fantastic! And that's even that's even more of a of a victory. It's like you guys just look like idiots now.
0: Well, and then and that's a, and if I think I've got a better than average guess at the business, and it's like you could pay more to have someone copy <laughs> Todd,
1: or you could pay <laughs> less to just have Todd do it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly.
0: How um, about that? And so my one cool thing that, that that happened this week and it happened to you, too. You just didn't know it. And I mentioned it, but I hadn't tell you very much about it because I'm going to tell everybody all at once. So I don't have to tell the same story twice. Um, My one cool thing is I am I'm not among the people who are uh, deleting their Twitter accounts. But I before the whole e- Elon Musk thing, before the whole. Um, Facebook thing. I have been talking for a while about trying to back off of social media. Mm-hmm. And my reason is pretty simple. Um, they don't pay me and I don't get anything from them. You know, right. it's like it's like if your hobby was being a heroin addict, it's just <laughs> like there's no upside to this. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. the, the best case scenario, you say something mean and feel better about it. That's the best thing that's going to happen on Twitter. Right. right. Um, and so I had been, And they're making
1: billions on you.
0: Well, they're failing you to making make billions business. on anybody. They're taking well, up true, billions true. in loans, you know, and yeah. that's where it gets it gets complex. And um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I I loved the uh, the little quick interaction between Stephen King, famous author, mm-hmm. and Elon Musk, famous rich guy, where you know, Stephen King said, There's no way I would pay twenty dollars to keep my blue check. And Elon Musk said, Well, how about eight? And of course, the joke became, you know, we just saw a billionaire beggar writer for $8. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, what it really what it really brought into really into into sharp relief for for many of us is like we work for free for Facebook and we work for free Mm -hmm. for Twitter. And, um, you know, once once Elon Musk said that if you don't have a blue check, no one's going to see your stuff. I like, well, I was already thinking of working for free of quitting work, quitting this job where I don't get paid. And now I certainly am. You know, I if I have anything to say, I'm going to say it to either people who like people cannot hear it on my own platform. And so I'd been dickering (laughs) around with the idea of reviving one of my websites just so I could write whatever I wanted, whenever I felt like it. And if people wanted to see it, they could. And if they Mm -hmm. didn't. And they could continue to not see it. But, you know, there's my my engagement on social media is such that it doesn't really matter one way or another. You know, no one. I'm not trying to sell a book or anything that, yeah. you know, that that I mean, I'm always trying to sell my books, but I'm not going to get a publisher based on my Twitter following. And if that's what matters, then I'm going to stop playing Twitter. Yeah. So as I was trying to find out like how I would I was like, maybe I'll go back to WordPress. Maybe I'll just get a Squarespace account, even though I, and I, I still could, but it just Squarespace just kind of skews me out a little bit. Um, they're not a sponsor of the show, obviously. Um, and you know what, even if they were, that's what I would say, which is why we can't have real sponsors. <laughs> we can't take your money because I don't know what I'm going to say from moment to moment. <laughs> and I don't want to steal from you. Um but anyway, and so Substack announced that they are bi- that they're um, they've added a chat feature, and mm-hmm. so you can now have conversations about the stories or about the podcast, or you can post pictures, behind the scenes kind of stuff, whatever, um, hmm. in your yeah. Substack chat. And so, if you're a listener of this podcast. And not a subscriber to our Substack, please subscribe because I know like, we have way more listeners than we have, than we have subscribers because we move them over from the from the show. So like yeah. our our newsletter might have like let's say twenty five subscribers, but we have a couple hundred listeners. Um, yeah, many casual, but still, if you're listening to this, um, and you'd like to subscribe to our stuff. Our our, our sub stack, I'm going to start using that as my Twitter. So if I have something obnoxious to say about living on Delmarva, that's where you'll find it. If I have a really cool picture of a martini that I'm having, that's where you'll find it. And, of course, in the show notes, instead of show notes, when there are stories and things I want to share or things I want to talk about on the upcoming show, I will post them on the Snapchat, on the, on the sub stack um chat so that we can have it at our hands and talk about it or not talk about it i had done that we did that on facebook for a while no i did that on twitter for a while right maybe a decade ago i don't know if you recall i i yeah. like i tweet things and hash and again nobody saw it because nobody cares about you know me <laughs> i don't take it personal um and so i i want to encourage everyone who's listening to take a look at that um and and Considered, I mean, it's a it's a lot to ask to download an app. I hate downloading apps, but if you want to purge your Twitter and join us on Substack, we have all sorts of fun that we can have. So,
1: yeah, I think this is I think this is a a new time for us. I think this is uh, the potential for things like Substack or even be real, like some smaller new ideas to be, to come into the, the marketplace that are, that have less, uh you know, this notion of we're going to take over the world. It's just like, oh, we just think this would be better. This would be a, this would be a fun or better user experience. Um, mm. You know, I, I think that's, I think, I hope that's where we're at and uh you know, and that people do find us. Somebody once said, uh guy, I think for vox wrote a a thing about twitter uh and he was talking about there's there's only three things that can happen one nobody sees it which is kind of terrible you know you put something up not a person sees it so you don't get you know what the whole point of it is is for somebody to see it and respond uh two like you get in a couple people respond and that's okay or three it goes bananas and everybody sees it. And then, you know, like, most of them hate it and everyone hates it. And, and, then hate and they all you, call
0: your you boss know. and try to get you fired.
1: Right. Right. So like those three options, you know, like 66% of, of the outcome is terrible for, you know, you either feel terrible about yourself because nobody saw it or you get, you know, absolutely shit on by complete strangers. So, right.
0: Speaking yeah, of getting absolutely shit on by complete strangers, we are out of time, but I do want to tell the story because I've been okay. waiting for two weeks and my, my hatred of Del Mar is just <laughs> so all encompassing. Um, so once upon a time it was Halloween, no town in America hates Halloween more than Delmar. Mar. Um, I've, I speak about it. every year. There's a new thing that proves that Del Mar hates Halloween, but this one takes the key. So on October thirty first, Halloween, um, there was, and this is this isn't funny. It's just a it's just a thing. There was a um, a domestic dispute that went a little sideways. That went a lot sideways, and this man was holding his child hostage, um, someplace near the school. And so the first thing the school did was they're like, OK, well, let's let everyone out of school. So they have to walk past that house to get home in case there's some random shooting going on there. And the second thing they did is said, and you know what, we should cancel Halloween. Oh. And then the third thing they did was said, never mind oh. <laughs> to canceling Halloween, JK. JK. But for those of us who aren't aren't plugged into Del Mar like me. Um, I've really just so disconnected because it's just it's just embarrassing to live here. And it's hard enough without everyone reminding me what a shithole this place is. (laughs) And so we're all sitting there and our block is one of the best Halloween blocks. I mean, it's it would be Berlin level if we had that number of people like everyone on the block plays. Or -hmm. let's say we have 20 houses, 18 of them give out candy. You know, it's a good block. And there was no one because the town decided to confused to the town decided to temporarily cancel Halloween after having the school children walk into a potential war zone. And this is what it's like to live in Del Mar. <laughs> and the only real reason I tell this story two reasons I tell this story. Reason number one, I want to call this uh, episode something like Delmar finds new and improved ways to hate Halloween something like that um and two I want to talk about it so I'm we're going to yep. start threads the uh, the when by the time you hear this on our Substack there will be multiple threads about the multiple topics and we can talk about all of them or any of them and that will continue on and it's going to be empty and it's going to be mostly me just posting and then answering myself and I'm okay with that <laughs> but if you'd like to join me um i think it'd be fun so and i yeah. also do it on my bagel manifesto um which is at a bagelmanifesto.com I, I i started that and again it's just me posting mm-hmm. threads and commenting on them but the point is that at least i don't feel like i'm writing for someone else like uh,
1: yeah You're, you you yeah. know
0: the sub stack is all mine all my subscribers are mine forever even if stub stack closes i can like you know when i quit twitter um I lose all my followers all, you know, whatever 800 of them, but you know, they're they weren't listening anyway, so it's really not a huge yeah. loss. Yeah. Um but if I, you know, if I get the 800 uh subscribers, those will always be my subscribers. And right now I have like 150 or something on Big O Manifesto and they read my stories and hopefully asking people to download the app is a big deal. And that's that's yep. that's going to be a deal breaker for a lot of people, but um Hopefully, once like you with the video, hopefully eventually people will download the app and participate in the thing. And yep. we are right up against it, and we both have we both have meetings <laughs> in the next ten minutes, so we're gonna call it a day there. I got nothing else anyway. How about you? I got nothing. All right, guys. Remember until next time at
1: the beach. It's happy hour whenever you said it is.
0: Day Drinking on Delmarva with Todd DeHart and Tony Russo is produced weekly, mostly by Dumb Luck. You can join them Wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll check back in with you next week.